This is Health Dose, a conversational podcast with issues surrounding your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. On today's special edition of Health Dose, we'll discuss how to enjoy the upcoming holidays without putting on extra pounds. We're joined by registered dietitians Jessica Perkins and Jeff Ritzema from Mid-Michigan Medical Center, Crashing. While the holidays are a special time for fun family gatherings, they are often surrounded by food. The good news is there are a variety of simple ways to stay healthy and active during the upcoming holidays. We asked Jessica and Jeff if there was one thing you could do to make sure you don't gain weight over the holidays, what would that be? Just be aware of what you're eating. Watch your portion sizes. And you can allow yourself the special treats that you don't usually get other times of the year and try to avoid those foods that you always usually have that are available at those times too. Because right, you, you want to treat yourself. Right. I, I suppose just being thoughtful of what you're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. You don't want to just take be the, aware. the fun out of the holiday season and special treats and everything. Let's face it, the uh, the honey goodies that my sister makes are out of this world. You've <laughs> got to have at least one. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's taking those special things and being able to have those and not having those other normal things that you would always have around. And I'll probably mention this even later some points too, but one of the things that I think, at least when it comes to meals, is slowing down when you're eating and using some tips and tricks to kind of just really slow your body and your the pace of how you're eating at your meal. Both of you are talking about being present, really being mindful of where you are and what you're doing. And that speaks to emotions. How do emotions play into my eating habits, especially during the holidays? Especially during the holidays, I think we're experiencing a lot of different emotions. Sometimes we don't during the rest of the year, like we're worried about how great our house looks and how great our food looks and making sure that I think just the stress of the whole holiday season plays in a lot more. And then if you are an emotional eater or a stress eater, that it helps a lot to kind of not be so worried and to stress a little bit less and to try not to do more of that stress eating because of those emotions. I think there are physiological things they've studied that actually take place in your body that show that stress leads to overeating and they have kind of nailed down some reasons of why that happens. So definitely the increased stress of the holidays are big when it comes to emotional eating. And a lot of times when our body's under stress, we can't lose weight either. Hmm. So that is another thing that plays a factor in weight gain during the holidays. So that just snowballs. Right. You you gain weight, you feel more anxiety over Mm -hmm. it. You eat more, you gain weight, you feel more anxiety. Right. Exactly. How do we break that cycle? How do we control our food rather than letting our food control us? I think it just comes back to that awareness again, making sure that you're eating more healthy during the holidays, maybe trying to eat more fruits and vegetables when you're going to those special events. Having a kind of a game plan, Mm -hmm. having that snack ready that before you're going out for either a holiday meal or even out going out on the run or doing errands or grocery shopping, having that snack that you want to eat before you're... Something yeah. healthy. Yep. For instance, going out to the holiday meal, if you eat a good healthy snack about an hour or so before you're thinking of eating that meal, you're less likely to overindulge and go in just starving and want to eat everything that's there you know, on the table facing you. Having that game plan the best you can is one one way to do that. Another thing is, is you can like drink a large glass of water before you're going to eat. Usually it takes, you know, 15 to 20 minutes for our brain to realize that our stomach's full. 
So that is a good starter for when you know you're going to have a larger meal. And a lot of times when you're hungry, it can be more of thirst and hydration rather than hunger. Really? So, and that's what we tell people a lot when they're on special diets or different things, trying to control their weight is when you feel like you're hungry to drink a large glass of water, wait 15 to 20 minutes, see if that has calmed that hunger. If it has, then you don't need to have that snack. But if it doesn't, then that's the time you are actually hungry and you'll need to have that snack then. Body's confusing hunger with just Mm -hmm. thirst. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that, that my body was confusing the two, but that explains a lot. Right. What happens if I slip up? The one thing is people slip up a lot, even when they're just trying to control their weight in general, and they give up on the whole day. So if you just slip up on one thing that you were trying to control, don't give up on the rest of the day. Just try to, in your mind, kind of rethink, okay, this is a restart. We all slip, and we just need to keep going with our plan that we have in place. Another thing, if that is a, one of those big issues that you're kind of psychologically dealing with, feeling like you keep messing up, one thing you could do is actually write down the situation before that slip up or that meal where you overdid it. What were you feeling? Where were you? What, were, what was present or what your emotions were like? You're talking Um, about journaling. Yeah, basically journaling and kind of jotting down some of that information that if it happens over several times, maybe you can develop a pattern and see what was actually happening. I slip up when this, this, and this happens, Mm -hmm. and you can kind of make a plan to tackle the actual reasons why. Right. And, and you know, it drives me nuts when people are dieting. They talk about cheating like it's some kind of offense on your spouse. It's awful. (laughs) Right. (laughs) We really beat ourselves up over Mm -hmm. food. Right. The holiday parties are really difficult because your socializing, food and drink are always involved and there's nothing to do with your hands except hold your food and your drink. What's your best tips on managing my weight during holiday parties? I would try to focus on being more social rather than being at the buffet. Have your back to the buffet. If there is a lot of food out and available, try to avoid that part of the room. Again, only choosing some of those healthy options to start with. If there's a vegetable tray, if there's a fruit tray, some of those different things that you can kind of have as a filler and then proceed in your meal from there if you're having a large meal. So that's an option, just trying to stay away from those buffets and that food that's available. Focus on the socialization rather than on the food. Mm -hmm. Right. And one other point that Jessica was saying is trying to fill up on Maybe more the vegetables or lean protein or meat sources first. Those high volume or high fiber foods kind of fill you up so that when it comes to eating maybe those heavier foods, you will already be kind of full. Your stomach's already full from those foods. Right. And if you're throwing a party, please, some cut vegetables. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Make sure you have some of those healthier options available because you never know what your crowd is going to want or like Mm -hmm. or prefer. Yeah. And I actually work with people with diabetes, that population quite a bit. And there's been some fun studies where they've looked at just the pattern or the how you eat your meal, what order of food you eat your meal. Mm -hmm. So they actually studied, it's going more towards looking at blood sugars, but they actually studied if you eat your high carbohydrate foods, which are the foods they actually turn into blood sugar Mm -hmm. if you eat those first and then the other foods later or if you choose the vegetables and protein first and leave those carb foods to last there's a quite a significant difference in how your body reacts and the blood sugar rise in that blood sugar spike Mm -hmm. right after a meal when you actually choose those protein and vegetable foods first so so are you saying dessert should be dessert and not before the entree (laughs) yeah so there's a helpful effect 
with making your body process the protein and the vegetables first. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a gradual rise and a little bit more of a steady peak of your blood sugar and insulin levels. So have the sweets at the end of the meal. Yep, that's that would be uh, least beneficial more for um, people with diabetes. Mm -hmm. So are there any other tips you can offer our listeners? Going back to some of what Jeff said, protein always tends to keep you fuller longer than anything else. So that's always a good place to start as well as those high fiber foods like we were talking, your vegetables and your fruits. So the more you can choose those first, the fuller you'll feel and the less of those high calorie carbohydrate foods you'll have later on. I might say kind of have somewhat of a game plan, pack snacks, pack healthy snacks when you're going out shopping or whatnot, or eat it before a meal. The other thing is with the beverages that we drink at holiday parties, usually they have alcohol involved somehow. Alcohol does have a lot more calories than your carbohydrates and your proteins. So you have to be careful of the amount of calories as well as they can, when you drink alcohol, you feel a little bit different, right? right? So you tend to not think so much about what you're eating when you're drinking right? as opposed to what you normally would. And you're drinking things that you normally wouldn't drink. Nobody drinks eggnog in the middle of the summer. Exactly. <laughs> and and, and uh, inhibitions are diminished when you have too much eggnog. Correct. So you have to be careful with those. Any tips you can give us if you're the host of a holiday party? Are there any tips and tricks that I can employ to make sure that I don't overeat. When it comes to your desserts and prepping, prep the meal, prep the desserts, kind of get them out of sight. If you have a garage refrigerator, maybe that's a good place to stuff your uh, cookies or beer fridge. Yeah, get it out of your house so you're not tempting the days before your guests come over Mm -hmm. to be picking at them. And leftovers, certainly getting them, giving them away to uh, guests, get them out of your house, bring them in for your lovely co-workers so that they feel the brunt of it and, you know, not so much you. (laughs) Make sure you have leftover containers and things available that you can send home with your guests, plastic baggies, whatever it might be. And especially those things that you tend to eat more of, those things that have more calories, try to get rid of those first rather than obviously the healthy foods. So keep those around for yourself as well. One other thing I was thinking of. Your form-fitting outfit. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, wear the form-fitting pants instead of your yoga pants and (laughs) You'll keep yourself in check. I call them buffet pants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to try to avoid those. Hey, it's something Leave you can those try, at home. you know. When it comes back to slowing down when you're eating and letting your body catch up to your mind when right. it comes to feeling full in that 15 to 20 minutes that, that they say it takes. You can try different things. You can eat with your non-dominant hand. So if you're right-handed, you could eat with your left hand. It's kind of a silly thing. Really? I have small children myself. And if you do have a problem pacing your meal, if you got a picky child or someone who's a slow eater or talks a lot, a friend or something like that, trying to mimic the pace of your meal towards them. So my child takes 20, 30 minutes to eat a meal, see what they're doing, and kind of keep pace with them. If you want to try a sillier thing, Jessica apparently has a family member that uses chopsticks. My uncle has had bariatric surgery, and he, every family meal, and I'm sure he does this at home, he brings his own set of chopsticks. I know where this is going. And he uses those. It helps you slow down. You can't fit as much on that as you can on a fork, right? Absolutely. And you can't eat a lot of food items with chopsticks this is either. Why I always have Chinese leftovers. Right? right? Exactly. So make sure you're using those chopsticks. That's an awesome idea. <laughs> That's so true. Gotta get yourself some good quality chopsticks. <laughs> awesome. Great Christmas gift. Fill all the stockings with chopsticks. <laughs> Registered dietitians Jessica Perkins and Jeff Ritsema from Mid-Michigan Medical Center, Gratiot. 
As always, if you have health concerns, you should check with your health care provider. If you need help finding a health care provider, you can go to midmichigan.org slash doctors. Enjoy this holiday season. Remember that holiday memories are made by spending time with family and friends, not by eating food. For more information on weight management options available through MidMichigan Health, go to midmichigan.org slash weight loss. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Join us again soon for another edition of Health Dose.